there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare always follow the money that's what i always say you always follow yeah, the money. yeah this is follow the money with mitch moss and Polly howard on vsin Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on v the Sports Betting Network. We're live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, I love this half an hour. Look forward to it every single week. Adam Chernoff joins the program now, longtime friend of the show. Great NFL handicapper. His podcast is called The Simple Handicap, and he uh, provides a lot of free co- uh, content at the Right Angle Sports app as well. Good morning, Adam. How are you today? Good morning. I love this half an hour, too. I'm glad we're on the same page here after four years. It's a lot of fun. Let's begin. (laughs) And I know some of your thoughts from listening to the Simple Handicap podcast this week. I know some of your thoughts on the early London game that we have between Baltimore and Tennessee. You're expecting points in this game. Tell us why. Okay. do we want to go kind of prop angle first or do we want to go prep angle first? How do we want to get into this? There's some fun things to talk about. Let's go the game first, then dive into, uh, you know, break it down into the props. All right. I I think it's the best betting London game we've had maybe ever. I think there's a lot of ways you can look at this. So so from the game angle first, I think the way that the Ravens approaching this week uh, is really, really noteworthy. So John Harbaugh did an interview with Jeff Zrebeck, who covers the Baltimore Ravens. And there was like this two-page, full in-depth article about how in the summer, Harbaugh hired a staff specifically to prep for this game in London. And the reason was because he circled it at the start of the season, because in like 2017 or 2018, they went to London, played the Jags, and lost by like 40 points. So Harbaugh's like, we're not doing that again. We're getting this right. We're hiring people to look into the science. We're going to all these levels of detail. And then the article talked about how they had guys hired to make sure the Wi-Fi connections in the hotel rooms were up to Ravens player standards. Like it was just the Ravens have been prepping for this game for like four months to get it right. 
They're the first team to leave immediately after a Sunday game. So they finished the Steelers, wrapped up all the media, got in the plane, went over to London. They've had like the full-on prep week in London that no other team has ever done in the same fashion they have. On the other side, you have a Titans team. They're not even there yet. We're talking right now they're on a plane somewhere just about to arrive. They're following the Bills strategy. The Buffalo did last week and clearly got off to a very slow start. But when you kind of put all that together and you look at the matchup, what makes me think that not only can the Ravens have a good game, but we'll see probably a lot of points in this game, the Ravens offensive line is intact for the first time since week one. And in week one, they got beat up. But you have Moses back at practice, full strength. You have Ronnie Stanley back, full strength. So this is going to be the first time we've really seen the Todd Munkin offense, how Todd Munkin intends it to be. And if we think back to the summer, it's spacing, spreading guys out, more passing, Lamar running in space. And Lamar in the press conference this week said, last week represented the identity of what we want to be. He threw the ball 38 times. You think about the Titans defense, very much a pass funnel defense because of how good they are against the run. However, to sort of wrap this up, their best run-stopping defender, Tart, in the middle of the defensive line, he hasn't practiced this week. So it's expected that he misses. He missed last week, and Zach Moss went up and down the field on this Titans defense. And so all of this coming together, it's just everywhere you kind of look at this, from the prep, from the matchup, from how these two teams face off against each other, from the Ravens' increased pass rate. I think we got a lot of points in this game. I think the Ravens look good. Polly, I know you like the Zay Flowers over. I'm right there with you. He's mm-hmm. playing 98% of snaps. His depth of targets increasing. He's at 58 and a half. That's too low this morning. You can get a better number too. Uh, lots of things to look at. Fun Sunday to wake up, have your breakfast. You're going to see a lot of points. You're going to see Flowers with a big game. Uh, fun one to begin the week on Sunday morning. He's gone over his prop every game but one. In the game he stayed under, he had 10 targets. And he has yes. a monster game last week if he doesn't fall yep. down on the bomb and have the drop on the first drive. So he's so, going to so get he's plenty. 98, 98% of snaps. He's more than 150 snaps than any other wide receiver. He's running a ton of routes, and he's over 10 yards on average depth of target, and he's being priced in the 50s for a Ravens team that wants to pass more with an offensive line that's finally healthy yep. against the Titans' pass funnel defense. And so – I, a lot of things pointing to this going over for sure. I'm Beautiful. right there with you and fully agree. Okay, so now you have the other angle where Jacksonville looked great, back-to-back games in London. They're now at home against the Colts, who they've owned ATS uh, and straight up at home. What do you think of this one now as it's Minshew for Indianapolis? So I, I think Minshew for Indianapolis matters. Last week on the show, we talked about how Anthony Richardson leading the league in explosive plays on offense. We talked about Shane Steichen and his play calling. But for those viewers who were really listening to the breakdown, we also mentioned how Shane Steichen wasn't changing the offense. In the times that Minshew had come in, Steichen was still having him run the zone read. And and that really doesn't play into what Minshew is as a quarterback. And I think the reason that there wasn't a change specifically for the Baltimore game was because Steichen didn't look at Richardson's injury as long-term. And so there wasn't going to be a big shift. Now it's obviously long-term Richardson may be out the rest of the season based on some of how these reports are coming out. And so my question is, what is Shane Steichen going to change this offense into? There's a lot of familiarity between him and Gardner Minshew. And where, where I just don't agree with this number coming down, this was five and a half, we're down to four, is if that's coming down because 
there's an anticipated bump that Gardner Minshew is better than Anthony Richardson. I don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. You can look at this two ways. The first way is if you just pull all the quarterback stats and you look at the numbers, Minshew this season, he's looked really well. Like he's performed great. He's made some great passes, gets the ball out very quickly. But the one game where he was a planned starter, that Ravens game, it was ugly for four quarters. Wasn't good. All of those numbers are being propped up by Minshew coming in relief. And we see it league wide. Anytime that that happens and you get a backup quarterback coming in, who's so different from what the defense game planned for in the case of defenses preparing to face a quarterback like Anthony Richardson, who's a matchup like no other, then you get this extreme change to Minshew. Anytime that that happens anywhere in the league, we see that quarterback look a lot better than he is. And so I think now with the full week to prep, the Jags defense quietly getting a lot better. They're top 12 in the league. And that offense for Jacksonville, it was just a lot of bad luck early. I'll lay the four here with the Jags and go against this move. Uh, it's come down. I just, I don't fully agree with it. Okay. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest. His podcast is called The Simple Handicap. What do you make of uh, the situation in Cleveland? Deshaun Watson ruled out again this week. He's not going to play. It's going to be P.J. Walker and not DTR. <laughs> And uh, where this number was earlier in the week, and uh, if you bet the Niners minus five, five and a half, uh, you got to love this where it's going. But is it too high at this point? Books are still showing 10 in some spots, Adam. Injury news this whole season, guys, has been really weird and oddly reported. And part of that's been Rappaport has been wrong at a historically high rate for him. Like you can almost not really even take his tweet seriously at this point for how much stuff he's got incorrect from early week to kickoff, which is really weird because of how plugged in he is into all of these teams. And so that's caused a lot of these injury alert services to send out some really bad info early in the week and have that come back against them late in the week. Uh, we've certainly been burned by a couple of those already. So that's been weird. But to take that sort of weirdness to the next level on Tuesday, out of the bye, the Cleveland Browns felt the need to come out and say like, hey, by the way, if Watson can't go, we're actually going to go to P.J. Walker instead of DTR. Yeah. And that came, that came over the, the news wire at like 9.30 on Tuesday morning. So it wasn't a practice day. It wasn't supposed to be a planned media day. But the Browns felt the need to come out and say that. And so as soon as that came out, everyone was kind of like, why, why Tuesday, right? And, of course, now we see Thursday. It's already a full injury report yesterday where Watson's ruled out. And so this is really interesting because the way that this game was setting up based on everything that we heard and sort of anticipated was if that game got to five earlier in the week and there was Watson not ruled out, but you didn't get that Tuesday news, I really think the Browns were going to be bet by some pros. I, I'm very confident this number was going to come in. It was going to be the Niners on the look ahead spot. It was going to be the San Francisco offensive line being tested by the Browns defensive front. It was going to be a weather game where that was going to slow everything down as is. You were going to have a ground game in Cleveland that could have found success as well against this Niners defensive front that's a lot weaker against the run than they are against the pass, right? It was all kind of setting up for this, this buy low spot, the Browns out of the buy as well. That news on Tuesday completely flipped it. And so just that weird report slowed everything down. And yesterday, once we saw this number get just slightly above 10, circa where you guys are, went to 10 and a half. There was another offshore that went to 10 and a half. It did not last. 
And so I don't know if we see the full sort of original position that was going to happen on the Browns at five now come in at 10 with the step from Watson to Walker. I think you can easily justify that it has moved too far, especially when you're looking at this total that's at 36 and a half. I don't know if it's going to be that big move. And just because of how popular the Niners are probably going to be in teasers. But looking at this number right now, it's a brutal one. But you got to take the Browns plus 10. Uh, I think that that extra drop off here on top of where this was. Remember, it opened three and a half. We're now far way removed. DTR is not looking good at all. PJ Walker, not much better. But boy, at 10 here with this short of a total in a win game, you got to take the points in this. It's ugly, but Browns plus 10. Also too late to get involved with the total, you think? Yes, that's come down too far. Uh, wind's going to be bad. Rain's yeah. going to be bad, but it's come down too far for sure. But side, take the Browns plus 10. All right, follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, Adam Chernoff, our guest, again, podcast is called The Simple Handicap. He also provides a lot of free content on the Right Angle Sports app throughout the entire week, especially on game day as well, which is uh, always a great read. We'll continue with one more segment here, a bunch of other games to go over. And uh, what Adam picked up this week from some other press conferences, Paulie, and one that you and I talked about as well, specifically like the Panthers and Miami, Dolphins laying a huge number here. What's the approach to that game? And does he want a piece of the Patriots this week after that stink bomb again last weekend? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. NBA season tips off the 24th. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Get the all new NBA betting guide. Up to date previews on every team, futures, and year long player props, live betting strategies. 
Give yourself an edge this season. Get the VEASAN NBA betting guide. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We continue with Adam Chernoff every single Friday here on the show. Excellent at uh, handicapping, analyzing the NFL's podcast. is called The Simple Handicap. Okay, so the press conference that we've talked about a handful of times so far, uh, we played a little bit of it earlier this week, Adam, was the Frank Reich press conference head coach of Carolina. They're huge dogs this week to Miami. Uh, basically calling out the owner. As Paulie has said, he basically said it without saying it. Yeah, we were going to go Stroud. And then the owner stepped in. He said, these are not fun conversations. What did you make of that? And what do you make of this matchup that we have on Sunday? So my stance on this, I've been just, I've had a weird Panthers stance that's been firm for like three months at this point. My stance on all of this is Frank Reich is clinging to relevance by having this head coaching job because he's refusing to relinquish play calling duties to Thomas Brown, the offensive coordinator who is behind him and far more qualified to call offensive plays than what Frank Reich is at this age and point in his lifetime. And you look league wide, right guys? Like I don't have to point this out as like an obvious thing. All the great offenses in the NFL with the one exception being Andy Reed, who's an all time great head coach, play caller, play designer, they're all trending younger. They're all modern focused. They're all offensive focused, right? Like Frank Reich is in a category that is not having a lot of success right now from like a head coaching profile. And behind him, you have a very suitable candidate in Thomas Brown, who when he got the second halves in the preseason, the offense looked night and day versus what the Panthers have. And so whether it was the quarterback switch that they wanted Stroud, they got stuck with Young, whatever it might be, I really think that Reich is way over his head. He needs to give up the play calling duties. Give him to Thomas Brown. Thomas Brown will be able to get these wide receivers open. It's been a struggle. They got to make that switch. I'm hoping it's another offensive clunker for the Panthers. And then they're forced to do it in the bye. Brown gets his rightful shot coming out of the bye. And they have three winnable games to sort of make something of this season. But that switch has to happen. Reich has to get out of here. Uh, he just has no place calling plays right now. Now they're simplifying the offense for Bryce Young. And from also from a prop angle, I love Thielen over. I can't believe he's in the mid-50s. Uh, 13 targets last week. He had 11 for 107. And then he had 76, 145, and 54. I also have the garbage time angle, too, where if they're down sure. big, they're forced to throw. Garbage time angle is real. That's where they're doing a lot. Last week, two 75-yard touchdown drives. It's a two-man offense right now. It's Thielen and Chark. That's who you're getting. Mingo's lingering on the side, but... You look at the snap share, those two guys are 95% plus. They're getting all of the routes. I actually looked this morning because I thought we were going to go here with Thielen. I don't disagree. I haven't bet Thielen, though, but I was looking at Chark, who for a guy that plays 98% of snaps and is now healthy and getting a ton of routes, 30 and a half caught me off guard as a number. Um, okay. That stood out to me. I don't know what you make of Chark, but mm -hmm. that's something that maybe – I could counter with there to that Thielen point. Okay, fair enough. Sounds good. What caught your attention with a Dobbs press conference? Rams up to seven at home. Uh, McVeigh 11 and two ATS run against Arizona. So it was an unprovoked question. Dobbs just went into it about the offense specifically. And he said after the game, he pulled out his phone. He texted Michael Wilson, the rookie, who's wide receiver number two for the Arizona Cardinals. And he's like, Mike, I can't have you not getting your first target until the fourth quarter. We got to switch that. We got to get you more involved. And he went into like this 45 second rant within the press conference about how Michael Wilson wasn't getting enough targets early in the game. 
And so Marquise Brown, rightfully so, he's playing 95-plus percent of snaps, is now the number one within this offense. He's being priced around 61, 62 and a half yards. This is the highest number we have seen for Brown all season long. Wilson has been a guy that's been in the mid-30s. And so let's see where his number settles. I would say right now on the show, if you can get better than 40 with Michael Wilson, which I think you will be able to, that would be a bet. I'm not going to give it out on the show right now and count it towards the newsletter of the bet just because it's not widely available. But I really think you have to look at Michael Wilson, the number two wide receiver for the Cardinals against this Rams defense, especially now that James Connors out of the way. That's going to shift the Cardinals into passing even more. And I certainly think they're going to be trailing here. But uh, pretty noteworthy comment there from Dobbs, the QB. All right. Excellent. Uh, Mitch made a good point earlier about how many Patriot fans, if they're still coming out, I'm sure they'll, they'll go to the pool, but won't go to the game now. It's been so bad. Hold your nose here. What do you think of New England catching three out here against the Raiders? Uh, give me the Patriots plus three. I think they have the chance to pull the upset, too. Uh, I, I would say right now you're looking at it this morning. You have to put this at minus 120. I think that would be playable. It's coming a little bit, but we'll say three uh, plus three minus 120 is the bet. When I look at this specifically, the Raiders defense has been kind of a point of focus for me from a betting perspective. The way that they play is incredibly conducive to unders. They play extreme off coverage. They don't want to concede the explosive play. In fact, they're best in the NFL at not allowing explosive plays because of how soft they play in off coverage. They're also very poor against the run. You think about who the Patriots have played, guys. It's been a brutal schedule. Don't get me wrong. The offense has been atrocious, but they've played some of the best defenses in the NFL through the first five weeks. They've played a lot of defenses that get up at the line of scrimmage, play some press coverage, can really take these wide receivers out of the game. The Raiders don't do any of that. And the logical thing within this handicap would be like, okay, the Raiders don't do that, but they can certainly change and adjust to face this uh, Patriots offense that's so bad and has been so putrid. Like, surely Patrick Graham is going to make the changes. The crazy thing is Patrick Graham doesn't change on a week-to-week basis, and they're winning. The Raiders have won two games playing this defensive style, including – just doing it on Monday night against the Packers Mm -hmm. offense that was really struggling as well. Got pretty lucky there for how that game played out, but you now have the Raiders adjusted up. They were picking them at open. They're now up to a field goal favorite. It's on the short week. Desperation time for Belichick and the Pats going up against his old staff mate and Josh McDaniels. I think the Patriots finally get the ground game going. I think the way the Raiders play defense allows them to find some success with receivers. It's a tough one, like you said, but let's go Pats plus three in this game. Follow the money here. V-CIN, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at Adam Chernoff, and his podcast is called The Simple Handicap. What's going to happen with the ball distribution with the Vikings? uh, Potential weather game here on the road against the Bears. No Justin Jefferson. And I'm looking at the three main targets for Kirk Cousins right now, Adam. Osborne is basically 39.5. I think there's a 42.5 out there right now. Yep, Addison is. is between 51.5 and 53.5, and, and, and Hawkinson looks to be 54.5 across the board. Okay, I think Books got this right, and it was surprising because early in the week, we talked last segment about the alert services and how they've been off with a lot of the injury stuff. On Monday, there was an article after the Jefferson news was kind of made official in The Athletic. And it was just speculative that K.J. Osborne would step in and be the ex-wide receiver, the main guy within this offense. And there were a lot of people who were kind of tuned in that were like, hold on a minute. This is going to be 
Jordan Addison. This is not going to be K.J. Osborne as the number one guy. And then sure enough, on the Thursday press conference, we see head coach O'Connell come out and he says, we're going to hit the gas with Addison this weekend, kind of confirming that, like, this is the number one guy now who can step in and try his best to replace Justin Jefferson. So they got the books got it right. Addison's about 12 yards higher. Addison's now at a career high. Obviously, he's played five games so far. Uh, he's priced as high as we have seen him all season. Osborne got the bump, too. What I question within this, Justin Jefferson was a 95 to 100 yard guy in terms of his prop price per week. We don't get anywhere near that adjustment with these two guys bumped up. And we're not seeing a lot of other guys listed. So there's kind of a lot of yardage here that's left unaccounted for. Mm -hmm. And numbers this week suppressed a little bit because of the wind within Chicago. That could certainly play a factor. Uh, but there's still probably room for Addison to increase uh, from his mm -hmm. prop price in weeks going forward. So uh, the wind gives me a little bit of hesitance here. But sure. Addison at 52 and a half would be a look to the over. 60 seconds, Detroit and Tampa. Three-point move on the under. Let's see what happens with Goff on the road against a team that plays a lot of cover two and a Todd Bowles defense that can blitz and get a lot of pressure. Um, that's typically been a spot where Goff struggles. You look at this price, and it's very tempting to lay Detroit, thinking about where these two teams might end up three, four, five weeks down the road. But it's just as much as I may want to with Detroit, uh, just can't get there because of these situations. It's just a defense and a spot and a style that Goff has struggled with his entire career. St. Brown comes back off the injury report. Is he going to be close to 100%? He's going to need to be because that's the guy who can really take advantage of these linebackers for the Bucs who really get aggressive. So uh, was tempted by it all week. Just can't do it with the Lions. I think it's a, a tricky spot for Goff historically. Excellent, as always, my man. Thanks so much for the time. Best of luck this week. We appreciate it. Thanks very much, guys. Enjoy week six. There you go. Adam Chernoff, again, podcast called The Simple Handicap and does a lot of uh, free content as well with the Right Angle Sports app on the phone. Up next, win some, lose some, and we'll uh, discuss what's next for the Chiefs and Broncos after last night's clash at Arrowhead. Castiano did it again. Two home runs, 40 to 1. First player in playoff history to go back to back multi home run games. I can't believe that. Thought for sure someone would have done that. Well, it's pretty difficult to pull yes, off. It, yes, it is. But he does it again. And a big reason why the Phillies win the series. Trey Turner. I like the Jared Carabas tweet from DraftKings. Whoever decided to give that guy a standing ovation when he was going through the horrible slump should be get a ring if they close the deal. I mean, this guy has been on fire Not since that idea. happened. Plus 450. And he had the extra base hit at the first at bat, too. I, I love his props every game. Riley to go deep, plus 375. Tony, first touchdown, 17 to 1. Will there be a two-point conversion? Yes, plus 240. Denver to score in both halves. No, plus 275. Alt under 40 and a half, plus 210. The game was bet up, bet under from 51 down to 47 and a half. No problem there. And the Chiefs to win between 7 and 12 points, 4 to 1. You mentioned it going out. Houston 
in play 35 to 1. Someone had <laughs> it was it, on the board. Someone had it at DraftKings for a dime. They won on a Hail Mary. Now, this was crazy. West Virginia was down double digits with three minutes left. They score a touchdown, got a stop, and then it was fourth and 10 from midfield, and then they threw a 50 yard touchdown. And then Houston gets the ball back and they win the game on a Hail Mary. <laughs> So all that happened in the final, like, minutes. Yeah. Now, I've seen people call West Virginia minus three a bad beat. Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. Okay. That, that's exactly what I yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's fourth and ten from midfield. That's I mean, exactly right. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's examine exactly what took place to get you in that spot. Yeah. You're down 13 with three minutes, whatever it was. Come on, guys. Favorites in hockey last night, six and one, by the way, as well. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. I think Andre will put this up later. See at Polly Does Vegas on Instagram. Ziffa, you don't get a treat till she sits. The little guy gets ready. Sit. The, the owner's going to give the two dogs a treat. And this guy, the little, the puppy doesn't know that you got to sit for the treat, right? And the other guy's like, and he's hitting him in the head about, will you sit down so I can get the treat? Come on. He, he's patting him in the head with his paw about sit down. He's <laughs> trying, to so no, good. trying to knock him down about, yeah, it's, this isn't my first rodeo. I know how this oh, works. You got to come down here to get the treat. Don't hop up on her leg here. <laughs> Coming in. That is awesome. <laughs> It'll be up later. Great job. That is phenomenal. Got some selfies. Oh, there you go. Right? Doggy selfies. Right? This was, Hanging out. This was wow. uh, titled... The dog has learned how to do a selfie like it's perfection. Yeah. It was like it was a carousel of like 10 photos of the dog. That's great. Right? Yeah. On his own, taking photos. Looks like a farm, I'm guessing. Uh-huh. A lot of land. Nailed it. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yep. Some lose some. I, you can't wait. Everyone can't wait for this game. You're at the game. Washington and Oregon, sail gating. Game day will be there. I, this was making the rounds because what Oregon does every game, I don't like the uniforms they're going to wear. It looks like cookies and cream here because you got the, the, the black is sprinkled in on the white. Cookies and cream ice cream. Oh, Don't you like cookies and cream? Yeah, but I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't wear it. I'll eat it. I wouldn't wear it. I love what they do with the creativity, but this isn't one. This one, they, they swung yeah, and they missed. They whiffed? They, yes, they swung and missed with the with the jerseys. Mm. I like the helmet. And what the hel- the do, helmet's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Lose some. I'm pissed off. I have a right to be. Um, three teams won 100 games this year in baseball. They combined for one playoff win. Oh, what do we? What is I it? think you're living in the moment a little bit. Too much. Wow, terrible. Wow. You're not a fan at all of this. Hate it. Hate it. Just, just at least, at least reseed. So at least reseed. Let me ask you this. And I lost a lot of money, but that's yeah. Okay. Certainly. I had the, the both one seeds, and I won one game. What about when it flips, and it goes back to these teams who win 100 games dominate? Are you going uh-huh. to say, I, boy, I, wish, a- I wish the little guy would have a chance? No, never. Not in this sport. No, I also do the same thing in the NFL playoffs. I don't want to see upsets in the NFL playoffs. I don't want to see. It's because you play 162 games. You know, I mean, it just I, I don't want March Madness after I play 162 games. Well, I, I'll go back to what I've been saying all week long. It's you're defeating the purpose of the 162 game regular season to have 12 teams in. Yeah, it's too many. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. But then again, they're a very good team, and they I think they win the whole thing. The Phillies should have been playing the Braves in this round. No way, no how. 
uh, Arizona 184. In any event, great job by the Phillies, and that is a tough place to play, no doubt, and that leads us to a bad beat. Strider recorded out 17 and a half. He falls one short because of how it played out. With two outs in the sixth, they yank him. His K-prop never got there either. We thought that was too high yesterday. You have eight? No, he had seven. Seven, seven. okay. Yep. Suarez was good, too. That's another thing. Explain that. They were the 27 Yankees all year. Couldn't hit. Oh, I know. (laughs) Well, a couple things, okay. How did Pilar not score from third? Oh, that was so bad. Absolute travesty. That changed the whole complexion of the game. Uh, Paul, that's a complete game changer, how that could play out. And then the play from Rojas in center field. Yep. I mean, there was a person who was covering the game for the Phillies who said... For about a split second, this entire stadium went completely silent, and he said, I've never heard anything like it before in my entire life. They didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Nobody did. Watching it live, watching it on TV. Yep. That is so bad. He could have crawled home and made it. Then it becomes I a one-run know. game, I, yeah. and then Kimbrell's yes. got it in the back of his mind that I could do this again. Well, how about that? And they brought it up in the broadcast. They burned their best two relievers early on. Yep. Of course it was going to get a little hairy. Yep course win bigger by betting smarter this season with hall of fame bets sports betting analytics platform for parlays props and game lines research every nfl nba nl mlb and soccer bet with historical stats and data stop betting in the dark download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com use code winner get 50 percent off your first month today start researching start winning hall of fame bets great job guys all right excellent we love it that was, uh, there's a lot to go over with the football game. Even though it was 19-8, to 8, a lot went on, a lot transpired, and there's a lot to dissect. I'm not concerned about what's gone on so far with Kansas City. Uh, Mahomes is throwing, making some silly throws and passes. That'll be corrected. Don't worry about it. Andy Reid and continues to do weird stuff, though, with the play calling. Mm. Why, the, the, the tush push on fourth and two. You have Mahomes. Just run a play. Don't try that. The, the, the Reid option with Tony as well, what they decided to do. But again, this was on, someone tweeted this during the game. The MVP so far of the NFL season is Drew Brees. I mean, what has happened to Sean Payton? He forgets what down it is and calls a timeout when they're going to punt on fourth down. He hands Kansas City three points. He owned it afterwards, called it bonehead decision. He's right. And then on the fourth down play, on the first drive, they run a play to the right side of the field, there are only three guys out for a pass. They're all on the same side of the field. Yeah. And then I don't know what that was when they were backed up and, and Wilson scrambled to the right and he, he didn't even throw the ball. I think that was a third and four. No, no, that was another third. play. He never threw the, the, the ball right. on fourth down. That's the last thing that you can do. There was also a third and four play that was completely busted. I don't know if that was bad execution, but he eventually ran over to the right side and took a sack. Same one. Yeah, different one. Right, just right, like, right. I, I, like, what's going on, Sean? So say what you told me during the break. Okay. Uh, this is speculation, but I just remember this did happen in Cleveland and it was alleged by Baker Mayfield. He doesn't want any part of Wilson. This guy's a Hall of Fame coach. Could he be setting Wilson up to fail? But why would he take the job then? I don't know. Well, I mean, they throw a t- everyone's got a price, Ted DiBiase, but this You're, is... Are you saying like sabotaging the offense on purpose? To, to put Stidham in, bad play we get calling. rid of him, get this guy out of here. We have no choice but to move on from the contract. And how many? The, the stuff didn't make sense what they were doing. Oh, the, the play calling was. Uh, by the way, when they were running for five, six yards a crack. I know. You don't have to get away from that. Wilson does not look like the same guy either. I mean, he's getting so many passes def- deflected at the line of scrimmage. Oh, the interceptions, too. Oh, man, where are you throwing the ball on the first one? 
I mean, they got through for 95 yards. I mean, so if they tear this all down, Sean Payton's going to be okay with a total rebuild. Judy, Judy's gone. I mean, how about that? The Stevens, what's his name? Steve Smith stuff. I mean, that that's oh, that was coming over gold. Him. Yeah, that guy needs to be. Uh, he eviscerated him, and then Judy heard about it. Judy comes over talking trash, and then he has three catches for 18 yards. Right. So they might get rid of Sutton and Judy, and Clark's going to be gone, and it's, whoa, wow. So how many wins do they have left on the schedule? Well, he did say afterwards it was encouraging, <laughs> which from a defensive standpoint, it was. I mean, you hung in there, but, oh, boy. Steve Smith needs to be focused more. Um, he needs to be the focal yeah. point of, like, the NFL network. Called him a tier three wide receiver. He's amazing. How many other people? He doesn't care. No. He does not, not care. Care. And it's He not could feeling. be like the Charles Barkley of the NFL. He called him a jag, I guess. Yeah. Just another guy. Which I like that term, as long as you can say just another guy. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And then he went over to say... Hey. How about this? He ended it by saying, when teams reach out to me and ask, should I trade for Jerry Judy? My answer is going to be no. And he's in Man. his feelings because part of the story was he went over to say, hey, I got to tell you, you've been do, oh, not bad the last couple of games. I, you kind of want to walk it back. Right. And he called him, he called him that word and yep. said, get out of here. He goes, OK, well, you got rabbit ears. You know, bleep you. How about Green Bay at Denver next week? <laughs> now we're, yeah, nah, nah, yeah, yeah. You excited? Yeah. Well, that's OK. In pocket plays what we're betting this weekend. Coming up next here on Follow the Money, it's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare Games. 
I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. All right, here we go. Let's get it going. And I've been uh, very aggressive with the props here the last couple of weeks and, and focused a lot on the props because the menus at all these places are so good. But Thielen over 57 and a half receiving yards. It has all the makings. Garbage time yards, garbage time points, getting blown out and playing from behind from the get-go against Miami. I'm not going to do it here, but again, take a look at his game log and the targets going back. Love it. Falcons money line at home against Washington. Washington 31st in scoring defense. Ritter looked good last week. You want Ritter at home, not on the road. I will point out he's 0-9 career ATS first half, but Ritter yet to lose at home in the NFL and was 26-0 in college at home. Uh, good number, six and a half with the Eagles. Again, Hurts when laying more than or laying four points or more in his career, 20 and one straight up. And they are doing what, what you want again. Career 12 and 0 straight up, 11 and one ATS against the Jets. I just think the Jets are going to have all kinds of problems here in this game. Eagles laying six and a half. And of course, the Saints Texan game under 14 and one under run, five and 0 this year. Can't put a total up this high with the Saints. So Saints and Texans under as well. I wonder why that is. I'm wondering why the market is What's allowing the 42s yeah the 42 like this week yeah. isn't really budged. You, but you what, don't what, hear a lot about it. It's a 14 and one underrun for New Orleans. Well, but, but also like but, what, what are they seeing in the numbers to right? Yeah, I don't get of that. like the the Saints offense for example to be. Yeah, let me allowing give you, it to stay where it's at right now. It's interesting. Let me give you the scores. Well, I'll look while you're. Yep, so there we go. Okay, so here we go with uh, the plays that I have. Um, I had a couple of props last night. The McKinnon anytime touchdown was no good. That was plus 395 here at Circa. You know, I, I did pay attention to a lot of their goal line stuff last night, other than when they were doing the tush-push with Noah Gray, and then they were the other nonsense. It was so dumb. But when Mahomes was under center or in shotgun, McKinnon was on the field almost every single time when they got within the five-yard line. However... Mahomes never looked his way last night, and he was open a couple of times. Regardless, Sutton got there, so that was a nice win. 3-1 to one on the anytime touchdown. If they didn't call that a touchdown last night or go to replay oh. and said it was going to be, I, w- I think I would have been done with betting anytime touchdown. Right in front of the official. He's right there looking 10 feet away. Good job. I'm happy for you, but you shouldn't have cashed the ticket. It was an egregious call on the roughing the passer. Body weight, whatever. I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, that's just, yeah. God, come on, guys. All right, so moving forward into uh, this weekend. I'm like you, Paul. I like a lot of the props as well in a teaser this weekend. How about, I think you can find a better number on this, but it's only posted right now at one spot. How about Salvin Ahmed, Miami, plus 245 anytime touchdown. I, I want to look at him for last touchdown scored in the game as well against Carolina. Wilson came off the IR this week. However, he's got the ribs uh, the rib, rib injury now. They're expected to score a lot of points. Uh, they use multiple running backs. This guy could kind of fill in to the, to the uh, Devon Achan role a little bit more. So give me anytime touchdown plus 245 with him. Uh, I love what our guest said earlier, Gilles Gallant. And I brought this up when we talked about the game earlier anyway. Like this could be the game where Stroud doesn't look so hot. I love the analysis. Bad ball, The bad right? balls, 16 yeah. of them so far in the year. He's plus 123 to throw an INT. I like that prop. And a two-team teaser this week. The Seahawks plus eight and a half off the bye against Cincinnati. And I'll uh, we'll, we'll go over this game more on Monday. I'll tie it into the Chargers plus eight and a half. Good game. Against the Cowboys on Monday night. So there you go. Get a running start 
come at me full speed, tackle me, but then land, brace yourself with your left hand to oh, land. Oh, yeah, that one. Another one. How about Mahomes running for 14 yards, and he turns into a running back? He gets hit, doesn't slide, gets hit, gets up. Where's the flag? Where's the flag? <laughs> like, no, dude, you're yeah. allowed to get nailed right there. Yeah. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook this season. New customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 in bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use the promo code FOLLOW when you sign up. Oh, what a menu. We ran through it about an uh, hour and a half ago. Download the uh, apps. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Uh, they've added some stuff, but it's so good. Will someone throw for 500 yards? Will a quarterback throw for five touchdowns? Will someone have 200 yards rushing or receiving? Uh, so much stuff on there as well. Great job. Oh. Although I, I think I have a better chance with Megan the Stallion than an onside kick to be successful on Sunday. And I'm not four to one to go out with Megan the Stallion. So that's the one tweak I would make, Johnny because I think you only had four or five that were successful last year. But that's available, too, up there. And anything you want at DraftKings. Yeah, pending, by the way, I still have Patriots uh, Raiders under 42 and a half. There you go. She's uh, making a new video, evidently, by the way. Oh, good. I'm in. Here's, the, here's your scores. Saints, you're okay, right. Good. What have they seen? 16-15, 20-17, 18-17, Garbage points at the end. Saints kept going for it in their own territory. Right. And 34 nothing. Yeah, and they're, they're playing a very weak schedule. It's the easiest schedule on paper, along with Atlanta and the entire NFL. I mean, the Texans are a great story so far, but rookie coach, rookie quarterback, they're not going to be a playoff team, I don't think. It's like 42's the total here. And then I, I'm not uh, 12 of the last 13 opponents, they've held the under 21 points. In a sport so where high 30s, low 40s are becoming commonplace again this year in, with totals, different from what it was a couple of years ago, I, I just think that this game needs to be aligned a little bit differently as well. Uh, I wanted to correct something from earlier. I just assumed that Houston would have home field if they play Philadelphia, if that's the matchup in the World Series, because they won their division. Phillies were a wildcard team. That's not the case. And thank you for the feedback that I got on uh, Twitter and uh, fteam at vcin.com with the email. It, a couple of tiebreakers here. It comes down to uh, highest win percentage during the regular season. Well, they both had the same amount of wins. They all won 90? And then it comes down yeah. to head-to-head, and Philadelphia beat them. Wow. Head-to-head. So the Phillies would have home field. That actually might be good for the Astros. They're way better on the road than they are at home. Yeah. Yeah. How about if, that? Again, if we get there, we're far from getting there at this point. The Broncos just cut Frank Clark. So the fire sale starting in Denver. Okay. Uh, you saw the Gregory stuff, too. And then um, who do you have on upset alert? College or the NFL? College. college. Well, I think the game that I'm going to, uh, I'm yeah. leaving for the airport right after the show today. I think the Ducks get them, huh? Well, I think Washington has to be an upset alert. I mean, it's a phenomenal, you don't think this is a coin flip game either way? I like Washington. You I, like him to cover? Tough place to play, yeah. I like Washington comfortably. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not all the way there with Knicks. How about Brad Powers saying, I, I, did he say big or just, well, anyway, he said coaching edge Washington. Well, he's very, DeBoer's very good. Yes, I he think, is. I love both guys. I think yeah. Lanning's awesome. I think Lanning's a little bit, uh, a little overrated. You do? A little bit. I think Oregon is more complete than Washington. Okay. That, I, well, I, there's a lot of questions about Washington's defense. I understand. Yes. But, that's what, but the game's at home, though. So that's, I also could see, I, I wouldn't be surprised, you might laugh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like 27-20 
or it's just chaos and we're in the 40s. Oh, this game? Yeah, oh, I, no. I, I, I wouldn't no. be shocked, though, if we have, you know, a seven-minute drive to start turnover. Oh, Something, no, you know? for sure. I can see that. Where these teams are going to feel each other yeah. out and we don't get the explosive yeah. plays that we think or could go the exact opposite way. I was watching highlights from the game last year where, again, Oregon was on fire. They were favored at home to beat Washington, and the Huskies went there and beat them. Some of the Penix throws, I, I, I love this guy. I think Michael Penix is the bee's knees. So I would, I mean, I think Nix is also really good, but I give, I give Penix the edge here at quarterback. He's brilliant with the passing. I was trying to look, get a gauge uh, on where he's at with the draft status. I did this last week. People are thinking second round pick. Of all the quarterbacks to go in the first round last 30 years, you're telling me Michael Penix oh, isn't worth on. the first round pick? Oh, come on. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm with you. Just need a Wisconsin win, though, for futures. Wisconsin in the, nice. in the hide the women and children game, a total of 34 against Iowa. And Wisconsin will pretty much wrap up the West with a win here. What number, Paulie, do you need we to bet the that. over? Well, I could see turnovers. So, oh, rest assured, yeah. we're going to get some in this game. Uh, I like Chris Felica's tweet, the bear. Just because it's college football, Pittsburgh beats Louisville and Miami beats North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how, right? I, I, I can see that what, happening. Who knows what Miami looks like? But that's another good one, uh, a night game, alongside same time as USC-Notre Dame, okay. the UNC game. I know we're all over the map here, but we got to circle back to something. Updated win totals in the NFL at DraftKings. Chiefs are 12-and-a-half. Yeah, uh-oh. Broncos are 4-and-a-half. 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 Frank Clark, as you just said, what, they released him? Yeah, and now they're looking to trade Judy. And I mean, I think Judy traded himself yesterday. Yeah, at what point did they go from Wilson to Stidham? They played six games so far. They have one win. They have to win four more to go over. Four and a half under is plus 115. Their opponent next week is Green Bay. Green Bay's updated win totals eight and a half. Oh, boy. The Packers are winning nine games? On on what universe? I'm looking at Denver's schedule. Oh, boy. Unleash hell? Oh. Are they the worst team in football? No. Still Carolina. Mike Palm said New England. No. Is he on something or on to something? If you miss any of the show, you can search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great weekend. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.